0: is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. (laughs) I'm trying to say that differently every time, just so it doesn't sound so boring and or so dramatic. Um, This process of spiritual immersion is what we are all in. All eight billion plus of us are all in a spiritual immersion process because we're all spiritual beings. Energetic vibrational beings in this human body. And each of us are having our own unique experience. And each of us are having our own unique expression of this experience and our own unique exploration and adventure and um, abilities and capabilities. And we all have our own timing and our own path that's no one else's. I love what uh, Joseph Campbell says that he says, if there's a, a path in front of you, When the steps are laid out, it's not your path. (laughs) It's somebody else's path. Your path, you create one step at a time. You may not, you can't see what's ahead of you in terms of the real trajectory of that path. You can only take it and create it one step at a time. So he says, if there's a path in front of you, it's not yours. You have to create it one step at a time. So part of this process, this spiritual immersion series is about assisting and supporting and empowering you to take one step, see what happens, take a half a step, take a quarter of a step, just be present to where you are now in this moment. And maybe there isn't a step to take. And this is part of what's today's thoughts and today's exploration is that, um, you know, there's all kinds of books and about, you know, enlightenment and seeking the truth. And then there's all of those elements that says there's nothing to seek because it's already within you. You don't have to go into the external world to um, discover pretty much anything. You find it with yourself, within yourself. And that requires... The ability to see the world because you're in it, but then at the same time not be of the world, meaning that if, you know, looking at what other people are doing, looking at what other people are thinking, looking at what other people are saying and going, no, that's not true for me, or yes, that is true for me. But whatever that is, it's a moment where you are owning yours as your truth by saying, oh, that that's true. I like that. That makes sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't work for me. This is in total contrast. So every time you feel a resonance with something in the world, somebody saying or doing or being, you're beginning to own more and more of what's you and not them. So today I want to talk about something called dark night of the soul, which is basically those moments where we are <clears throat> in it, in a sense that we uh, we come to realize that there's nowhere to go and there's nowhere there's no way out. <laughs> We're in the darkest part of the forest. We <laughs> we take this adventure, we step on the path and we follow the path or we create the path, and all of a sudden we find ourselves feeling lost, alone. Uh, as one of my clients put it, in the abyssness of reality. And there's no way out. And there's no, there's nothing, no thing. There's nowhere. There's no one. There's just you. And in those moments, it can feel really crazy and insane. It can feel hopeless and powerless. It can feel just really dark. And all you want to do is lay down and hide under the covers or under the bed or under the house or in the basement or in the attic. That place of wanting to uh, avoid uh, wanting to escape, and there's nowhere to escape. Nowhere to escape to. There's there's just you in it. Now I think that people who have um, been diagnosed with uh, terminal illnesses or illnesses that are serious, um, cancers, any various forms of cancer, we are in a sense that those prognosis, those diagnoses, um, can can um, trigger a dark night of the soul. Where it's like, what do what do I do? How do I do this? What's you know? How can I escape from this? How can I um, get out of this? <laughs> there's been moments where I go, I just I don't have cancer, but but the even the wanting to escape my humanness. That's the point is there's the place where we want to escape our our humanness, and it's like I just want to get off the earth. I just want to get out of this whatever this is, is me. I want to get out of me. And um, there's no getting out of you. And that's the place that 8 billion of us, each one of us is in. So in essence, you're not alone in this. But when you look around and you go, oh my God, and you become, you, you, you compare yourself to other people and going, why aren't they feeling this? Why aren't they going through this? Why am I the only one? And the fact of the matter is you're not the only one. You're going through your unique experience, your unique expression of yourself in this, through this, um, a business, in this place of, I don't know who I am. I don't know how to do me. I don't know. I don't know anything. So it's a, it's a pretty scary place and it's a pretty, <laughs> it feels hopeless. It does. And it feels like you're powerless and, uh, and helpless and even when you get help and support and i totally encourage people to get hope help and support people can sit with you and 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 hold your hand or virtually hold your hand or coach you through this and it's all that's all really important parts of knowing that somebody recognizes and sees you and you are safe in this process it's really important to know i am safe even though i'm going through this crazy making thing that nobody ever prepared me for I didn't even know it existed I didn't even know it was possible for me to do this it's good to have somebody that says I see you I witness you you are safe you're on you're on your way just take one moment at a time so my point in saying that I kind of went in three directions at the same time is that this is your moment of being with you uh, and again, the, the elements of a terminal illness or an illness that is um, is uh, not curable. When you go, how do I be with this? What This is insanity. I don't know how to do this. I don't know. I just, there's this big not knowing and the uncertainty that comes with that. And sometimes we go into these deep, deep, um, deep places that are real. They're not uh, when people say there's a dark night of the soul, or they've gone through that, it, they haven't imagined it at all. It's a very deep place, and it's dark in some ways, like nighttime dark. And at the same time, you, there's an element you can hold that you're not alone. All, all through the time that I had been in this process, and sometimes I've gone through dark nights many time, <laughs> many nights, um... I know I'm not alone. I have um, unseen people, people who are skinless in a sense, those guides and um, presences and angels and knowings and intuitions and my higher self that are with me, Uh, I'm not alone. And I have this wonderful teddy bear, his name's William. William's been with me for 38 years. So he's been around and he's, I think he's an angel being and he keeps keeps me company and supports me um, and so I, I have these trustful beings in my life and my dog Gracie she's a constant companion through all of this so there's this sense of I'm in, I'm alone and the isolation the sense of a al- light isolation you're hearing Gracie right now this sense of isolation um, but you're not alone and uh, as you practice Uh, being in these states of being, you um, will experience yourself differently. In a sense, you will, you can be with yourself as a companion to yourself. So um, for me, it's a matter of staying in faith and continuing to explore the possibilities. I also, and I'm just sort of saying that, but what does that actually mean? Um, I use the book Oneness, and I have been a student of the Course in Miracles, and I read David Hawkins. Those three books, in themselves, they all reflect the same um, orientation. I also am um, uh, in recovery, and so the the twelve step program, and the Serenity Prayer, and the whole, a lot of what's in the Big Book uh, for AA. A lot of recovery information is so supportive in this because every one of us is letting go of attachments to the way that life was and the way that we imagined it to be, excuse me, and we don't know what what to do and how to be with it. And so there's different orientations. Sometimes, you know, doing the tarot reading or, you know, reading astrology or numerology or... Um, talking to a psychic. Some of those things that could be helpful in the moment just to kind of clear the air or clear the perceptions. Talking to a therapist or a coach or spiritual um, director, somebody that can go, yeah, this is a dark night of the soul. This is where you're at right now. And the use of a a tarot or astrology is not to predict the future. The future is, this is part of life. You will get through this. (laughs) And the prediction is you may have another one of these because every element of life or stage of life is going to provide opportunities for being in a deep state of reflection with yourself, whether it's when you're aging or when you've lost your job or retired or when you have just got a new job or when you met somebody that you really liked or a breakup or somebody got sick or you got sick, lots of opportunities. To, to be in deep relationship with yourself. And um, that's what we're here to do, is to know ourselves not only as human beings, but as the spiritual being too. We're like married. <laughs> we're the human spirit marriage. And to know both of us, all of us, is, is what this is about. So sometimes our dark nights really are opportunities. Don't you love that word, Opportunities to really just be with ourselves in a deepest, deepest place possible. So I'm here for you and that's my job as a coach is to support and empower you to um, be in these situations, these circumstances, these life uh, patterns and processes that are just normal. That's not sick or crazy. They're just normal parts of your spiritual human evolution. And that's an exciting thing. It's a really exciting thing. And it's good to know that other people have gone through this and good to know and hear their stories. That's part of why I do this. So you can hear somebody's story, your story may be different. And that's a good thing because it's your story. All right, I'm going to let you go. Rosie at the Paradigm Shifts, if you'd like to email me or my website is theparadigmshifts.com. All right, big hugs. Bye for now.